It's time to unify and simplify the IT world. We are here to do that one podcast at a time. I'm Steve. I'm McKay. And welcome to the Interchange IT Podcast. McKay, the best part of lunch today at Interchange in Dallas was not the churros. No, it wasn't the churros. Uh, it was actually talking to a couple of our customers. Yeah, it was I enjoyed good that. Stuff. We talked to some people from uh, SMU, Southern yeah. Methodist University, who use a couple of our products, and then we also talked to some people from the state of Texas. And you talked to somebody on the other side that yep. I didn't know. Yeah, uh, some of our partners from Zintegra. Oh, very good. And uh, I think one of the things that I like, I'm really enjoying about Interchange, is is an opportunity to get to know our customers, our partners face to face. And uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. They're all been great. I was going to make some sarcastic comment yeah, about so how that's I, my least then, favorite yeah, thing, but yeah, then I thought that would be rude because yeah. everyone can hear us. And he's All right, waving. so we're here with Jason Kozlowski, which is a fun name to say. Oh, it's a blast. I'll bet it's fun. It's been And you're from Minnesota, and you're with France and Financial, right? Correct. So what do you do for those guys? So I'm a desktop administrator, kind of their Avanti admin as well. Okay. So I, I run, I also built and run the service desk and then, uh, you know, the platform, the Avanti service desk, and then... Uh, one of the main admins of the uh, service management, or uh, not service management, endpoint security. That's a lot. What, um, so what Avanti products do you use? So we use the endpoint security, uh, service desk, extraction, wind magic. We use a lot. Awesome. We use a lot of stuff. Yes. That's great. It, so we have a fun lightning round we want to play yes. with you before we get started here. Is oh, that okay? Man. Do I need to study up on this? Uh, yeah, you should have really <laughs> studied prior. You didn't? <laughs> you no. didn't? We told you to. No. This is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, favorite movie of all time? Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Ooh, I, that, I no, like that choice. Which one? No, just 11, because there was 12 and 13. No. Oh, the old one. I, the old one doesn't uh, count. No, it's got to be the, the Clooney and Brad Pitt, Clooney. man. Oh. Brad Pitt's just eating something in every scene yes. of the movie. Yes. Yep. I just, just check, because the old one's classic. Have you seen the old one? I have not. I it's, should probably check it out. It's classic. It's pretty classic. All right. Uh, this is my favorite. If you're going to max out your credit card oh. at any one store. It's got to be a brick and mortar. Brick and mortar store? Yeah. So not Amazon. I don't think I could max out a credit card at Tesla because I think they wouldn't accept it. They no, do. They, will. They'll, they'll they take, would. They'll take cards. Yeah. Well, then I would totally go with Tesla. Then. Tesla. Which one? Which, uh, which the Tesla? S, the well, 3 or the X? I've driven the P90S uh-huh. and it's amazing. So I go with the P100D now. So. Jeez. Yeah. He's not messing around. <laughs> no, seriously. Most people are like, I'm going to go to Costco and you're like, I'll go to Tesla, please. Yeah, it's a whole the different correct level. answer that we were looking for though was the semi truck. The semi. So, oh, that so thing is. Sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> why not go with the Roadster that's coming out? Well, because it comes in the back of the semi truck. Did you not watch the demo? <laughs> I don't that's think true. that's what they're going. I don't think with. that. I don't think that. Uh, that's how it works. Buy don't, one if, get one. If you buy a SpaceX ship, doesn't the Tesla Roadster go come inside of it? It might. That's I what I know. saw. Totally. Maybe. They All fly right. it around the the Earth real quick for you too. Yeah, yeah, with a guy in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. With a, a fake guy. A spaceman. Yeah, and d- people that Elon Musk had murdered. So uh, are you ne- are you binge-watching any show on Prime or Netflix or anything? Um, not really. Not right now. I got two kids and not a whole lot of free time. I totally so. get it. So you're probably watching a little uh, a little Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. A little, Paw Patrol uh, all Mickey day, Mouse Clubhouse. Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun experience <laughs> for everybody. I'm, I'm past that Yeah, you're stage, way past that, dude. That's great. Lucky you. <laughs> Man, alive. Um, very good. So, best thing about Interchange so far? Um, best part is just 
seeing everything that's coming up, it really gets you excited about what's where stuff's going. It's great to see all the different things and how you can kind of really change your environment over the next year to really leverage those new products and options. So, is cool. this your first interchange? This is uh, two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> what that means is one of them was in Vegas and he doesn't remember half of it. <laughs> that's right. That's what that means. That's what that means. Okay, so so Vegas or Dallas? Uh, you know the. the it's pretty cool. Barbecue, love barbecue, and it's huge here. But it, everything's so close in Vegas. You just walk to wherever you need. You don't need to drive or go you, anywhere. You never walk in Vegas. You stumble. <laughs> you stumble. <laughs> stumble around. What are you most excited about? Um, or, or maybe uh, maybe the best way to ask the question is this, Jason. Biggest problem that your uh, team faces, your IT department faces, that you're trying to solve? Um, because obviously, right, every organization has solved problems and still has problems ahead of it that you've got to figure out. What would you say your problems are that you're trying to fix coming up in the next year or two? So we've come a long way. I guess I'll start at the beginning of that of like, we came a long way with uh, service desk and improving communication and support. And then our latest one that we solved was asset management, knowing where everything is and where it's going and when it needs to be replaced and all that. Um, I think after that, we really need to focus more no on more security. No more spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah, no more spreadsheets. That's we right. use extraction huge in asset management and seeing where everything is. It's amazing. So the next part, I think, is really big security of, like, just locking down, making sure we don't become a that statistic of ransomware. You don't want to be a news whatever. story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No. Be, especially being a financial institution. Oh, yeah. Know, it's huge. It's pretty big. Well, and a lot of the stuff, uh, we talked to a lot of our security experts internally, including two-time CISO of the year, Phil Richards. Phil Richards. Back-to-back -back CISO of the year. Yep. And basically what he says is, look, patching would solve so much of this stuff. And then second is if something does happen, what they talked about in the keynote today, right, is isolation and remediation, like getting the computer isolated and fixing it. Yeah. And there's actually very few solutions that do, nobody does patching like as well as we do, period. We're the True. biggest company yep. in the world that does patching. But then also the isolation and remediation, there's actually very few companies who do that well. Yeah. Um, so is that kind of what you're talking about from a security perspective? Oh yeah, 100%. We looked at the 2018.1 release of Endpoint Security like a few months ago, and that was what we saw. And we're like, we gotta go with this. Yeah, that's huge. We have like 35 locations across Minnesota, and we don't want to drive three hours or even just mail something. To right, you want to be able computers. to do it. Just get on and remote control and fix it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that makes a ton of sense. Um, what kind of stuff are you into outside of uh, work? We talk a lot about futuristic stuff on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So like self-driving cars, AI. We've got a couple of people on from what, The Verge? Yeah, a couple, good, talk about couple good tech cars. pubs. Yeah. Are you interested in that kind of stuff? Are you uh, Drones. Are drones? Yeah, AI drones are, are pretty cool. Um, I think the biggest, yeah, self-driving cars and AI is just is huge. And where that's going and what could be available there is amazing. So... That's so awesome. do, you, do you have a deposit down for a Tesla Model 3? I so wish I could. I, I yeah. totally would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually, there is a competing technology over uh, that just came out. Have you, are you familiar with Fisker? No. The Fisker Karma oh, oh. came out about the same time the Tesla Model 3 came out. No, not Model 3. Model, Model S. Okay. And uh, it was considered the world's first electric supercar. I didn't know this. This uh, is new to me. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber drove one. Well, 
Okay. I'm not really signing up yet. No, no, no. You've not convinced Jason yet. I'm just saying it's, you know, it was, they were out on the road. Do you, so if, once you drive one, do you become an insufferable jerk like Justin Bieber? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Good to know. Not really where it comes from, right? But that's, that's indistinguishable from Tesla. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, this car was an absolute flop. Part of it was Tesla, Elon Musk went right after Fisker, like attacking him. The re- it was so bad. I felt bad because a guy I, work with, I worked with at the time bought one. Um, oh, man. Consumer Reports would not test this car because it bricked on the test track. Wow. That, right? That's not good. No. <laughs> so they kind of retreated for the last couple of years, and they came back. And now they focus on the battery technology. They have a battery that recharges in a minute, 30 seconds what? with a 500-mile range. That's awesome. That, that's insane. Now I'm interested in ba- electric-powered cars. Well, that it still goes back me. to reliability, though. I mean, if well, they're yeah. other ones bricked. But I think what they're going to end up doing is because they're just a small company. Right. Sell the technology, um, and they hate Tesla. Well, see, they're going to sell it to Ford or GM sure. or something like that. Well, we've talked about this before, right? It's like, what are the companies that are actually positioned best to do self-driving? It's not Tesla. And it's oddly not Tesla. Like, Correct. Is it going to be somebody like Uber, Google, or is it going to be Ford, Uber, GM? Ubers, Ubers kill people. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> well, sort of real cars, but normal human-driven cars. But yeah. um, Or is it going to be somebody like Ford and GM? And that's kind of what, if I remember correctly, what the journalists we talked to thought yeah. was that it would basically be Ford and GM, those companies, who would just buy the technology, and they have the car making down. Now all they got to do is throw the software in, essentially. Software sure. and battery. Right. So it'll be well, interesting to see well, who gets their first. Well, Tesla opened up their copyrights quite a while ago right. in regards to all that. But I don't know how much they opened up as far as AI goes. They might. Yeah, I, that, no, they, I'd, I bet that'd be lock and key. So my friend who bought uh, a Tesla, he's got an X. He said when he test drove it for the first time, there were areas in the Salt Lake City area where he had to apply the brakes, right? And he had to manually do some things when it was put in, in autopilot mode. He said when he went back and drove those same roads, roads, you know, four months later, the car knew. And so wow. what he realized really? was... Really? It, it learned? Yeah. And so what, what it realized was... A little creepy. All the Teslas that are out there now are essentially just mapping the roads and, and sure. gathering data for Tesla. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fascinating how that works. The, the one advantage I think Tesla really has is the data. Yep. I mean, uh, on the X, you can adjust the suspension and go up and down. Right. And so as you're coming to a parking lot, for example, where it's extra uh, steep and you might scra- uh, scrape the bottom, you lift the car up, next car comes by, will automatically do that same thing. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, they definitely are getting out, out there on the road. And, you know, they're paving the way. So, yeah, they might not be the ones that, that essentially are the, the ones that come through, but well, they're and, innovators. And, and well, the other thing as well it. to think about is, so just two days ago, a VP at Tesla left to join Waymo which is Google's self-driving car subsidiary. So Google's clearly trying to poach top talent from Tesla to try and do so. So my point is, I mean, we talked about this ad nauseum, but like, this is gonna happen. It's just a question of like, does a company like Google do it? Does a company like Uber do it? Is it Tesla or is it an existing car company who gets the software figured out or buys the software? Wouldn't shock me if somebody like GM came and said, hey, we'll pay somebody eight billion dollars for the software and we're going to do this so i don't know it'll be interesting to see how they figure it out yeah so anyway right. jason thanks for joining thank us thank you for joining us yeah thanks for having me guys. have a great interchange and uh yeah 
And uh, don't eat the churros. Uh, yes, go eat some churros. <laughs> Or don't eat the don't churros. Eat churros. Don't eat, they're yeah, pretty I didn't tough. like the churros. I wasn't a big fan. No, I'd agree with that. It's like dehydrated churro It's basically jerky. like what would happen if a churro was set out in the sun for several hours. It's churro jerky. Well, it's churro jerky. <laughs> the question is, is it actually authentic, authentic and it's supposed to be that, or we just never had That's it? That's true. Maybe the churros we're used to when are I, just Americanized to, bull yeah. crap. <laughs> exactly. When I, when, I don't know. When I was in Mexico... That's what they, they were just like the ones you get at Costco, except yummier. There you go. Oh. Costco's got it figured out. Yep. As usual. All right, Jason. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. The Interchange IT Podcast is brought to you by Avanti, a software company that helps you succeed in every aspect of your job, including operational IT security, asset management, service management, and supply chain management. Find out more at Avanti.com.